loves welcome or welcome back to another episode of in the world with miyaki please don't mind my voice <laughs> you know we'll pass sleep in fact i'm very sure that this episode is going to air at at least an hour later than i usually air my episodes because i slept i slept my way through the recording time <laughs> and then you wake up to record i ate good pounded yam so <laughs> you know what it is so yeah um my voice is going to be a little bit shaky in this um recording well mostly because i did sleep and i just woke up not too long ago and also because of what i'm going to be talking about today but before i get into that um i'd like to say that i haven't actually released an episode in two weeks which some of you have noticed actually because i've had a few people come into my dms to ask me and see what's going on <laughs> but yeah if you listen to my last episode i'd said i wasn't going to release um an episode the next week but i didn't plan to not release last week and yeah i'm sorry about that just that sometimes um a lot of impromptu things happen that get you a little bit jiggy right and i am a preacher of um finding your peace and self-love and like prioritizing it above anything else and honestly if i am not in the right headspace i don't think that i'm going to be comfortable um talking about anything at all because um i like to be encouraging as much as i can on my podcast i like to um I like to be as real as possible on my podcast, right? So I'm not going to come and play pretend and, you know, just talk about things when I know that I'm not in a good place and all of that. So I had to um, align my mental space. (laughs) I really had to align my mental space. So yes, um, I couldn't release an episode last week because of that but i'm totally excited to be able to do this and i'm also excited to be able to finally talk about this topic in particular and i think this was one of the reasons why i did not (laughs) why i did not record last week but anyway let's get into it um Finally, I've been able to deal with my biggest loss, and that's I'm losing my mother. I think that the biggest loss anyone can have, especially any child, is the loss of a parent. And I think it was when I lost my mom that I understood why even old people cry when they lose their parents. Like when my dad lost his mom, that was the first time I think I seen my dad cry, cry. He cried 
and when he went to the village he had to like lock himself in the room till the next morning but then he came out his eyes were red and everything and in my mind i was like now nah, wow is this woman not too old already as in gets it's not like he sees her every day or um, she's already too old why is he crying so much i was really really young when that happened not really really i was like 10 or so when it happened so um i was just wondering to me it felt normal or something but when i lost my mom and i had experienced that feeling of loss i then understood why (laughs) why i don't i really don't even have words but the loss of a parent is the greatest loss yet and dealing with loss is hard it is hard you might feel like you're like say strong enough or you have so much should i say resilience or whatever but dealing with loss is hard especially one like this i do not even want to know what it feels like again I don't want to experience it again. I don't even want to lose. I don't want to lose my siblings. I don't want to lose my dad. I don't want to lose anyone again because the feeling. And mind you, I know I've lost people. I've lost grandparents. I've lost. I've lost friends. But the connection you have. This is blood. The connection you have. The direct connection you have with a parent. Mm. No words. So yeah, my mom died in. 2016 um i was getting ready to write my wayak she died on 30th march and wayak was going to start on the 6th of april so naturally nobody is going to tell me that i'd lost my mom because i was going to be disoriented so all through the work period and <clears throat> all through <laughs> Let me just all through the work period. Every other person, or almost all my classmates, all my educators in school, my principal, everybody knew that I'd lost my mom except me. Yes, I was having uh, a lot of nightmares and hallucinations and everything, but I never really took it. I just felt like oh something was wrong back at home, but I just couldn't place it. So for the longest time, over a month, I didn't know I'd lost my mom. And I was just walking around like a figurehead. Everybody was just looking at me, pitying me. And I didn't know. Um, <laughs> now the worst part is I couldn't even make her burial because they had refused to shift it. I think my dad said they begged for them to like move it so I could finish my exams and able to attend the burial but they refused and that pains me a whole lot more because i feel like i never did get the closure i think attending a burial gives you some form of closure when you see the person put put into the ground and everything and everything has been finalized you know that but i never got that closure i didn't see her body i didn't see i wasn't there it was so painful it was super super painful i don't even know which one was more painful between that one self and the loss definitely the loss would be more painful but i'd felt that that pain 
for a very long time i've carried it for a very long time i just felt left out you know it's like why won't they wait for me what do they mean that's that's my mother that's my mother they denied me seeing my mom get buried they denied me that and it's even exam i can come back and i like who i kept you understand those were the kind of things that i was having in my head at the time so um it was such a painful experience yes so um i'd been dealing with that since 2016 and i was already 16 that was like the peak of my adolescence i spent all my time in boarding school that i wasn't so close to my mom i wasn't able to form as a teenager i wasn't able to form like that relationship like you know now teenage girls you understand the time you get to that you really need to talk to somebody and all of us i wasn't able to have that with my mom because i was always in school and then at the verge of me coming out she had died so like from that time i had to like leave my adolescent years alone i felt i felt really lonely i just felt like there was nobody else i could talk to i mean i had i have an elder sister i have aunties and all of that and i'm not saying i don't trust my sister or i don't trust them but it has taken a lot for me to be able to talk to my sister i didn't used to have conversations with my sister because she's way older than i am about 10 years and then growing up i didn't grow up around her or her friends i was mostly with my brothers i was mostly playing with them so having a conversation with my sister was so difficult it is now that me and my sister can actually like have conversation because i can just talk about things that are happening because i mean i've grown and i've seen that there's just no other place for me to turn to i have to my siblings and i are closer than ever before we have a very strong bond right now so i'm able to like have conversations with her but initially i was never able to do any of those things in fact i felt constantly judged by her and my other siblings that i just couldn't confide in any of them for anything so i had to deal with a lot of things myself and i've not always been the one to you know trust easily so it's not like i had friends who i was telling everything to either it was just me and god but then my pain had really blinded me because um at the first first few years i wasn't really close to god anymore because i really just did feel like he'd let me down because what's the meaning of that do you get why why would somebody just go you know and i'd not i'd not found peace i'd not found peace regarding my mom's death and this is five years and counting and i just recently come to peace with my mom's passing um i've just recently dealt with it with my mom with my mom's passing I tell people my mom's died and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh no, it's fine and everything. Like, I'll be smiling, I'll be saying it's fine. But inside, I just want to like, I just want to rip my heart open. Like, I just want to do that. That's the way I feel on the inside every single time. And I'm a master of smiling outside and dying on the inside. <laughs> That's the way I said it. But yeah, I think I'm a master of that. Um... <clears throat> so 
just recently dealt with with that loss and it's still it doesn't really feel strange anymore because I think I'm already used to not having her around but what I wasn't able to deal with was the reason with why she passed or I mean there mustn't be a reason right we never do have reasons for these things but I just I've just felt like I was supposed to be told I was supposed to I was supposed to know I was supposed to be given more time I just felt like I deserved more time and all of that and there was no reason why she should have gone especially the way she did she died through an accident so I could imagine the pain she was in and everything and I was just wondering why I'd never dealt with that and I'd never come to peace with that and I never really understood the reality of loss so um, I came across something um, begin written by Megan Divine from a book saying it's okay that you're not okay and it's titled the reality of loss and it says here is what I want you to know this is really as bad as you think no matter what anyone else says this sucks what has happened cannot be made right what is lost cannot be restored there is no beauty here inside this central fact acknowledgement is everything you're in pain it can't be made better the reality of grief is far different from what others see from the outside there is pain in this world that you can't be cheered out of you don't need solutions you don't need to move on from your grief you need someone to see your grief to acknowledge it you need someone to hold your hands while you stand there in blinking horror staring at the hole that was your life some things cannot be fixed they can only be carried (laughs) and i think that changed my reality or my perspective on what loss is I think for the most part I've wanted it I've wanted it to be fixed you know loss creates a hole a vacuum and nothing can fill it but for the most most part I think I've been expecting the vacuum to be filled I've been expecting something to be able to fill it up I mean I'm grateful that I didn't turn to alcohol or sex or something to fill the vacuum for me I didn't do any of that I didn't turn to weed to whatever because most people when they experience loss or something that they can't explain they just turn to some of these things that end up damaging them more but I'm just grateful that in all I was able to find a bearing even without finding a bearing and I don't know if that makes sense but yes I'd realized that I needed to be carried and I just not let God carry me fully in that area you know um, I've been in pain for the longest time and I just didn't want to feel the pain and it's not possible to not feel the pain that's what I didn't get look the pain of losing my mom is never going to leave 
never ever ever until I leave this world myself is never going to leave there are days where I'm still going to look back and I'm still going to cry about losing my mom there are days when I'm also I'm still going to talk to God and be like oh you know I really miss her and I wish that I had more time that is pain that is grief there are days where I'm going to have to want I'm going to want to have closure you know which I can't really have by the way but the vacuum cannot be filled the pain cannot be taken away and you can't move on from it you can't move on from that grief this is not losing a dog this is not losing a shoe that you bought with so much money this is losing a parent this is losing someone that your souls are you know connected together it's it's a lot so um i was doing my bible study recently and i came across the verse in the book of isaiah this is going to be like the third time that I am intentionally sitting down to read the book of Isaiah like the third time but this is the first time that I am noticing this verse and that this verse has spoken to me Um, and that's when I knew that God has actually been waiting he has been waiting for me to let him carry me to let him carry my grief he has been waiting and he opened my eyes to understanding this verse in Isaiah 57 verse 1 which says the righteous perish and no one takes it to heart the devout are taken away and no one understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil Those who walk uprightly enter into peace. They find rest as they lie in death. (laughs) Just in case you need to hear it again. Let me read it. Isaiah 57 verse 1. It says the righteous perish and no one takes it to heart. The devout are taken away and no one understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil. Those who walk uprightly enter into peace. They find rest as they lie in death. And that morning, I cried. My roommate was there and she just held me. And she read the verse. And when she read it, I think she also understood. And she just held me. And I just kept crying. And I wasn't crying because... I was feeling the pain at that moment I was crying because immediately I understood that verse I felt a surge of peace that I had not felt in a long time concerning my mom's death so I've not even what is in a long time that I've not felt at all I felt that peace I felt like I was being carried I felt my grief I felt my grief easing, the burden of my grief. I felt it easing up. 
immediately I understood it. I didn't have to pray about it. I didn't have to beg God to give me an insight about it. I didn't have to. I read it. God opened my eyes and I saw what the first meant. And instantly I felt a surge of peace. And at that point I knew, I knew that this was all I needed for the longest. Because God actually does understand. And God actually, He does have His reasons. And He he may not always tell you, He may not always let you know. But that's what trust is. If you can't close your eyes and let a person lead you, then you do not trust. Trust is blind. (laughs) You have to close your eyes you just have to let go and let the person lead you and at that moment I knew that this was what I needed and I knew that the only way that I could have been able to deal with this loss for five years plus was just understanding that my pain cannot be taken away it cannot be it cannot be replaced I can't find a solution to it I've just let God see me and let God acknowledge it and let him carry me and oh it's so beautiful it's so beautiful I'm not talking about the loss I'm talking about the peace (laughs) I'm talking about the peace that comes with realizing that Pain can lead to, I think, so much beauty if you let it. I think this is the hardest thing I've had to talk about because I've been trying to fight breaking down since I started. I've been trying to fight breaking down since I started. This has, this has got to be the hardest thing. I've never really spoken about my mom's death. I just say it on the surface. Oh, I lost my mom. Or if people ask me about my mom, I'll be like, oh, she's late. But, um, talking about it like this, I'm talking about the pain. I've never done that. But, I think I'm just here today to encourage someone listening who's lost something, someone there. It doesn't have to be your mom a sibling could be your dad maybe a very close friend or a cousin or something but you've lost something so dear to you or someone so dear to you that you've been asking questions i'm here to tell you that it's not easy it's not easy to deal with loss don't let people tell you oh please don't cry everything is going to be fine deal with your pain live in your pain and I think that is only when you have fully embraced that pain that you'll be able to understand the peace that comes with acknowledging and letting God carry you later and honestly this is not something that you can find in a human being this peace you can't because if it was 
I wouldn't have been talking about this now. There are people who have tried to talk to me about my mom's passing. I mean, I do that with my siblings, you know. And I hear people say things. I hear my mom's twin sister say things about my mom, try to encourage me. But it just never worked. It never, never worked. Until I'd opened my heart up, you know, to let God carry me. Because he is the only person who can do that. He's the only person who has power enough. He's the only person that understands the happenings and everything that surrounded her death and everything that surrounds life and death. And he's the only person that can give peace, that can surpass that pain. And I just hope that everyone listening into me today experiences that peace no matter what it is no matter what you've lost no matter who you've lost because yes loss is painful grief (laughs) Ah, grief will mess you up but there is a peace that comes with allowing yourself being carried so I'm glad that I'd spent almost 6 years I mean she's going to be 6 years in in March so let me say 6 years not 5 years I'm glad that I had experienced these 6 years of immense pain when it comes to the loss of my mom because if I haven't then I wouldn't understand so I'm glad that I've had to deal with what I'd what I dealt with, with that emotion. I'm glad that I had to experience the grief. I'm not glad that my mom is dead. (laughs) I am not. But I'm glad because now I know better. I'd always known that my mom is resting. But it just didn't make me feel better. Because I'm like, even if she's resting, she'll have been here with me. It just didn't make me feel better. But now, so much better knowing that she's at rest knowing that she entered into peace even in death and there's nothing better than that nothing (laughs) I just had one small revelation I'm like it's possible she went to heaven self that God God said ah it's not your time or go back and she said she's not going back she doesn't want to go anywhere she wants to stay there (laughs) Because me say if I go to heaven and I see heaven, I'm telling you, no matter what, I'm not coming back. I wouldn't want to come back to earth. That's just the truth. I wouldn't want to come back to earth. I've not been to heaven before, but I've read about heaven in the Bible. Trust me. I want to be in heaven. <laughs> and if I get there, <laughs> I'm not going back. So it's possible, self, that they begged her to come back and she refused. <laughs> but yeah, it pays to have that knowledge and it pays to understand the reality of loss and the reality of grieving and i'm super excited that i've had to deal with it and yes my pain is valid it's still valid i will still look back years from now and still cry you know i still miss my mom i do miss her a lot so much I will miss her every day for the rest of my life. Yes, I will. 
but I'm being carried. I'm not I'm not feeling the pain alone. It feels shared and it feels light. So yeah. That's all that a girl <laughs> that's all that a girl has to say. I'm not going to say more before I burst into tears. People will just be hearing drooling over your audio. <laughs> you just be hearing me drool. And we don't want that. I need to maintain my freshness. So <laughs> anyway, thank you so much guys for listening in today and sharing this um part of my process with me. I don't know how best to say that. But thank you so much um for being a part for being a part of this. And I'm happy that I really do get to talk about it and I'm happy that I've I have this safe space where I can actually talk about it and have people listening. And I just hope that you've taken one or two. And it is my prayer that for as many of us that are dealing with pain, something that is bigger than us, we will come to peace with it. Come to peace soon enough with it. And um, yeah. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I hope that you do have um, a great week ahead, a very, very great week. I have a positive feeling that this week is going to be amazing. So yeah, buckle up and kill it. I'm going to see you next week with a more macho topic, nothing all mushy mushy. (laughs) Alright guys, love you all. Bless.